0: Welcome to another setting of Winning Words, Speaking Life. This is Ross Jelseth, and I am happy to present today a topic. And the topic is how to respond. Now, with that being the case, let me give you the backdrop. Because you might be thinking, well, we'll respond to What? I would answer by saying, respond to whatever. In other words, how we are to respond becomes a function not of a situation or an incident, but instead, life. Life brings lots of curveballs, lots of mountains to climb, lots of challenges sometimes in the valley, sometimes on a paved road, sometimes on a dirt road filled with holes. But irregardless of what it is that life is bringing to you, how are we to respond? So whether you're a person of faith and or not, I'm going to use today a teaching from my friend and brother Paul from the book of Philippians. And... He spoke about, in fact, my Bible says this writing of about seven verses, the title to the writing is exhortations. In other words, he was exhorting people. He was challenging them. He was speaking life into them as to these exhortations. And so when it, when it comes to responding, the flip side of responding is react. How many times have you or I, I can only speak for Ross Jelseth, but how many times can, have I reacted and later thought, "Oh Mike, Ross, what were you thinking? Why did you re, why did you react in that manner? Why didn't I think longer? Why didn't I think thoughtfully so to speak, more deeply?" Before I reacted, because in more cases than not, at least in my experience, that reacting is not nearly as good as responding. So, how are we to respond? Respond takes a little bit more thoughtful consideration. I could even say to you that it takes a lot of consideration before issuing a response. So here's some coaching points. First of all, irregardless of what happens to you in life, sometimes Tuesday's great and Wednesday's like a bear in a china shop. Chaos all over, stuff happening. You're like, how did I get caught in this? But irregardless of what day of the week it is or what you're facing, what your challenges are, here are some keys in terms of how to respond. The first one I would say is, irregardless of what's happening, when it comes to responding, think this first thought. Keep things in perspective. Is what's happening to you a hill that you want to die on. If it is a hill you want to die on, then I'd say any way you react is going to get you on that hill and you are going to die on it. So first of all, keep it in perspective because 24 hours from now, whatever it is that today is dealing with you on, what's happening to you, quite likely tomorrow it's going to look quite differently. So keep things in perspective, particularly if you think about it this way. Do the simple math. Let's say that Friday is a difficult day. Well, Friday is only one of 365 days of the year. The rest of the year might be very good. So respond to Friday and what happens on Friday by keeping things in perspective. Now, as life happens let me give you some of Paul's coaching points. First of all, he says, rejoice in the Lord always. I don't necessarily want this to be a sermon, but I think God's teaching here through his servant Paul is wisdom. And he says, rejoice always, which means keep a smile on your face. Keep a calmness. Keep a sense of, hey, I've got this covered. I've got this together. I've got my life together. The second thing he says is, let your gentleness be evident to all. You've probably heard the expression, little eyes are watching. When you react or respond to a challenge or a situation, quite likely you aren't the only one that's observing your response or your reaction. And Paul writes in Philippians chapter 4 that your gentleness should be evidence to all. And I'm not the best at this. I've had my moments where I've reacted and I've not been gentle. So I can use this coaching point. And the next coaching point is when it comes to responding, Paul says, do not be anxious about anything, but instead, instead, by prayer and petition. Now, here's some wisdom. Instead of being anxious and reacting, Paul is saying, give it time. Because prayer takes time. There's two aspects of prayer. There's one offering up of prayers. The second is waiting for answers. Well, during the waiting for answers, that's when the calm starts to come in. Because quite typically, you don't get an immediate reaction, immediate answer. So giving it time and not being filled with anxiety. Do not be anxious about anything. And then, so much of responding is how you or I think. Now, think about this little piece right here. And that is, I would say, Paul goes on and says, focus on what is true. So sometimes in the chaos of life, we lose focus on all the good that's surrounding us or we lose focus on the wisdom we've gained. In other words, we let chaos set in because we don't focus on truth. The second thing that Paul challenges us with is focusing on what is noble. Now, noble is an interesting word. It's not a word that's used very often in today's society and culture. But noble references higher thoughts, the best that you can do, something that's an aspirational position. If you're going to do the noble thing, people are going to see you do the right thing. They're going to see you choose well. So doing and focusing on what it is that's noble. Do the best thing you can do with the circumstances you're dealt. That's being noble. And then Paul makes it real simple. He goes from noble, which is aspirational, to simplistic because he says, think on whatever is right. Now, your upbringing and mine, your life and mine, quite likely we've got a barometer or a thermometer or some indicator in us that tells us what's right, what's wrong. And Paul simply says, think on whatever it is that's right. Every action is preceded by a thought. So think about a situation that's difficult. Maybe it's something recent for you. If you had reacted You might have done something right, but you might have done something wrong. And part of the reason you may have gone wrong is you did not give enough focus on what the right thing to do would be. There again, if you give it some time, let it sit for a moment or moments. And as you work through, focus on what is the right thing to do. Then Paul moves along into another aspirational word. At least for me, it's aspirational in that though he used the word, think on whatever is pure. Pure PURe is a bit like noble. If I'm thinking about what is pure, again, I'm thinking at a crystal clear illustration that shine beautifully. And has a glow to it. But pure means there's absolutely no bad cells in it. There's no infection. There's no bad taste with it. So thinking about what is pure puts my mind, and I would say puts your mind, in a good place. Because you're thinking about... What is the very best you could be considering, the very best you could be looking at? What shines brightly? That's purity. Then, Paul says, think on whatever is lovely. And here's the the crux of the situation when it comes to how are we to respond respond or react. Most of the situations I have found myself thinking back on and preparing for this. Reacting or responding involves not just Ross, but involves other people. Relationships matter. So when you focus on and think about whatever is lovely, it's about other people as well. So what is it that's going to build positive relationship? What's going to strengthen love? What's going to get smiles and hugs? What's going to last? What's going to endure yourself to another person or people? Thinking about what is lovely. So in other words, as you respond, how is your response going to affect others? Your family members, your spouse, your employees, the team of people you work with, the team of people that you lead, whatever it might be, think about whatever is lovely. And a couple more. Paul used another aspirational word and he says, think about whatever is admirable when you respond. What lesson can people learn from your response? Are you going to provide a lesson where they would say later, I saw Paul or I saw Andrea respond in this manner. I will never forget it because what they did was admirable. It was a response that I would use again someday because I saw what an admirable response did for others. So thinking about whatever is admirable, again, an aspirational, a stretching word, I means you've got to stretch to get to admirable. You've got to think at a higher level, then therefore you respond at a higher level. A couple more. Think about whatever is excellent or praiseworthy. In other words, again, the response over time would be a response that would be excellent. The best choice in amongst chaos. The best choice in amongst difficulty. The best choice amongst challenges. Doing via a response what is excellent or praiseworthy. Will others look at what you did in a difficult situation? Let's take a difficult work situation. Stress has been high. Everybody in your team knows it. It's been a challenging period. 2020 has been a challenging time for most people. And yet leaders are watched constantly via and as they respond in front of their people. And if you think about the team that you lead, if you're in a leadership position, if you just think about your kids in your home with you, how they see you respond in the midst of rushing waters, a wild river, an onslaught of challenge after challenge after challenge. Maybe it's illness. Does your team see you responding in an excellent way, a praiseworthy way, a way that they would remember when their life starts to go into a downward spiral because of a challenge. Whatever it is, people, let me close with this. It's ironic that respond and react both begin with the first two letters, an R and an E. But, let the similarities end right there. Let me exhort you, as Paul did in the book of Philippians, to the people, respond as compared to react and respond by doing the right thing, giving it the right amount of time, evaluating the outcome, and then doing giving the response that will be admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. You have opportunity when you respond to give others a lesson in life. We all need lessons in life. I close with this question. The next time you're caught in a situation, respond or react. Will you provide a lesson in life to others? that they can model weeks, months, and years later because you, in that situation, responded. Thanks very much for listening in. I hope this has been helpful to you as you go through your life. Respond. How are we to respond? Thanks for being a part of this podcast, Winning Words, Speaking Life, to influence others. Your response in life is so meaningful to others. Thanks for being with us. God's very best to you.